one of my friends that I hang with out here has this cutest daughter. And sometimes when we hang out, we go out to eat, he'll bring his daughter with him. And she is just adorable. I think she's probably about a year, year and a half, something like that. And uh, when she sits in the high chair, you know, he'll give her, her toys or whatever, and, and we'll be a talking conversation. And then she'll take one of those toys sometimes, and she'll just throw it on the ground. Well, when she throws it on the ground, you know what Steve was going to do because she's so dang cute. I pick it up, I put it on the table. Sometimes it stays on the table. Sometimes she threw it on the ground because she's a year old baby and she just gets excited, right? But oftentimes she throws it on the ground. There's a reason why she throws it on the ground. And maybe she's trying to make a statement. I don't know. I'm not a child psychologist by any means. I just know that I had three boys that did the same thing. And anyone that has had a child that age or has seen other people with children that age usually knows what happens when that kid throws it on the ground people are going to pick it up because I don't know why they threw it on the ground. I just know they threw it on the ground and you don't know until you pick it up. But oftentimes her dad will say, Steve, don't get that. Just, just leave it there. Cause then, you know, you pick it up, you wipe it off, get the sanitary wipe, whatever you do, right? My mom would dip it in the water, or whatever. And, and then, you know, but then you go through all this process for them just to throw it down on the ground again. And he would know why she's doing it, but I wouldn't. And since she's cute, I'm like, what can it hurt? And I, you don't know unless you pick it up. Right. But truth is, she'll pick it up and she'll throw it down. If I just pick it up and put it on the table, she'll just throw it down again and again and again until I stop picking it up and put it on the table. And soon enough, I do. Like I said, I had three boys. So after one or two times, if they just... She just throws it back down again. I don't care how cute she is. It's staying on the ground. I'm not I'm not playing that game because I've had three sons and I played that game enough with them. But sooner or later, you learn that just because someone throws something down doesn't mean you have to pick it up. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? Is it not then why? Is it not then why? We're here to help your life be happier. What's up, happy lifers? Thanks for joining us today. I am so happy that you did. This episode is scheduled to go out October 17th, which means that in two Mondays, just in two weeks, it will be... Crazy. What, what are you talking about? No way. That's right. Woohoo! That means that we are almost to happier holidays. I love happier holidays. I love our introduction. I just love the holidays anyway, but I love doing podcasts over the holidays because there's so much you can talk about about being grateful on Thanksgiving, about Christmas, giving to each other, and, and the, the whole magic of Christmas. And then you got New Year's, you got a new start. I mean, it is prime material to do podcasts with. Not only that, but we are the official podcast of the holidays. So you know we got to be putting holiday 
stuff out. So anyway, since it's Halloween, you know, I guess I should be afraid. It's it's Fright Month, right? Shouldn't we be afraid? I mean, I wrote a poem several years back, and I think it's fitting to put in right here. It's called Afraid of That. It's not a dog. It's not a cat. It's so much worse than that. It's an I was afraid of that. It's much more dangerous than any lion. Cousin, I was afraid of that will stop one from trying. Its claws are much sharper. Its teeth are much bigger. And if you play with it long enough, it will kill you much quicker. Guess what? I say we go on a big safari game hunt. That's right. Let's go on a big cat game hunt. On a big I was afraid of that game hunt. Speaking of cats, and I was afraid of that, I just... I, there's a couple things that I'm afraid of that I think we need to talk about because October is supposed to be Fright Month, right? It's supposed to be Scary Month, or is it? Hmm. I mean, just because somebody throws that down, does that mean I have to pick it up? Because you can look at Halloween as, right, all the ghosts and goblins and demons and the old Celtic holidays, uh, uh, all that stuff. You can look at it that way. People throw that out there, and you can pick that up with you one. Whatever you pick up, you bring home with you. You live like what you pick up. Just because someone is selling something does not mean I need to buy it. And there's a lot of people selling a lot of scary stuff out there. We'll talk about that a little bit more next week. I'm going to Washington, D.C. the day after I post this podcast, if I get the podcast out in time. And so I'm going to interview somebody out there who's big time into... Well, I won't, I won't give it all away, but he's in D.C. for a reason. And so we're going to talk a little bit about something else I'm afraid of is it's midterm elections, which means we got to deal with all the. <laughs> so I won't get into that now. Don't worry. It'll be fun. It's not going to be your typical, you know, Happy Life Studios. It's not going to be your typical whatever. But I, I just feel like we need to do some podcast on what we should be afraid of because it's it's fright month, right? It's scary month. Or is it? I mean, just because people throw that down doesn't mean I have to pick it up because I can look at Halloween completely different. Halloween is a time where it might be the only time of the year when neighbors go to each other's houses and they knock on the doors and they greet each other kindly. It's a time when kids get free candy. They get a knock on doors and they get to dress up and they get to be whoever they want to be. It's a kid's holiday. You can either, people are throwing out there that October is this big scary month, but I don't have to pick that up because I can also throw out there, it's a time when neighbors knock on each other's doors. It might be the only time that we walk up the doorway and say hi to our neighbor and we look at the kids and we have a greeting with each other and everybody is friendly. People are out on the streets, walking on the streets. There's noise, there's fun. So you can either look at Halloween as this scary Celtic ugly thing because people are throwing that out there you can pick that up if you want or you can look at halloween as this playful fun family oriented neighbor oriented we get to dress up and be whoever we want i'm throwing that out so we could also pick that up something else that that i'm curious about like i said i want to go on a big safari game hunt so you think about going on a, a big cat hunt where in the world did, how, how did cats and Halloween get linked with each other? I mean, 
how did that happen? I mean, you can't find Halloween decorations without some cat somewhere with its back hunched up in the air, or particularly black cats. I mean, but if you go on social media at all, I mean, if you're on Instagram at all or on TikTok at all, it's hard to avoid the cat videos. I mean, I should have, I was going to interview my wife. I should have interviewed my wife because she's like a cat whisperer. She loves cats. We have a cat and she, it's like she talks to the cat and she can read what the cat is. She, the other night, she's like, you better put some more food in his dish before we go to bed. And I'm like, it'll be fine. There's enough in this. She says, he's going to wake us up in the middle of the night. I'm like, he's not going to wake us up in the middle of the night. Guess what? He's scratching on our door. <laughs> early in the morning i mean she knows she says stuff all the time like you mad at me wiley he's wiley wiley coyote <laughs> that's our name for him it's like she reads his mind she she talks i was going to interview her because i consider her this cat expert and she's always got cats on her social media and watching the cat videos and laughing so on one hand, you got people throwing out all these cute cat videos i even tried one myself you you have to check our YouTube page, see the YouTube short that I did called Cat vs. Zombies, because we were zombies and my cat decided to wake us up and I did a I did a video on it. But how in the world did cats get linked in with Halloween and get linked in as something scary and something evil, right? How did that happen? Because people are throwing that out there, but do I need to pick that up? Because cats are also the cute cat videos. I mean, would Instagram and TikTok even make it without <laughs> the cat videos and the dog videos as well. But right now we're talking about cats because dogs really aren't linked with, with Halloween, but cats are linked with Halloween. Why is that? How In the same way that Halloween can either be, you can either pick up that it's this scary, evil, wicked month that we have to be concerned about and we need to be afraid of things, or you could pick it up as it's just this fun time when our kids get to go out and see other kids and we get to have fun. And yes, bad things happen. Bad things are always going to happen when good stuff happens. That's the way it goes. But So I get to choose whatever I want to pick up. It's the same as true with cats. So how do they get linked with Halloween? Because they're fun and they're cute. And they're cuddly. And all you have to do is just go on social media, like I said, and you'll see dozens of videos. So I thought I would do a little research. And I came up with a few possibilities of how cats maybe got involved in Halloween. And one one way that maybe that cats got involved with Halloween is they said that cats were thought to be demonic or they call what are they called? Familiars? I don't I can't remember what it was called, but basically they're thought to be by some to be, or some myth or legend or whatever, but cats were thought to be demonic assistants to witches. And every think if you see a witch, you, you see a broom and you see a cat, right? And 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 also the the legend has it that witches can actually shape shift into cats so that they can avoid being detective and particularly black cats. So on one hand, you got people throwing out there that you know maybe cats were part of Halloween because. They're involved with witches, and they were helpers of witches to do their their bad deeds. And the witches can actually form into them. But on the other hand, the Egyptians thought cats were sacred. In fact, they would raise them in their sanctuaries or their temples. They would sometimes they would have priests watch over the cats and spoil them and treat them like they were gods or goddesses. 
In fact, the priest would look to them for prophetic signs, which prophecy is a message from God. So Egyptians revered cats so much, they treated them like they were, like they were a god. And they watched how they acted, and they made their decisions on life based upon how the cats acted because they thought it could be a message from God. It could be a prophecy. And the reason why Egyptians probably revered cats is because they had a cat-headed goddess named Bastet or Bast. But it was a cat-headed goddess. And every night, it would take all of its other cats. They were, they were known to be cats of the night. And every night, they would go out. They were thought to go out and do battle with the serpent of darkness. And when light rose the next day, the Egyptians saw that as a sign that Bastet defeated the darkness. So that could very well be how cats got involved with Halloween. But you see, on one hand, you've got people associating cats with, with witches and, and witches turning into cats. And, and, and on the other hand, you've got a group of people that say that cats are sacred and they should be revered and they fight off darkness. So some people are throwing down there that cats are darkness, right? And other people are throwing out there that cats fight against darkness. So which one are you going to pick up? Just because someone throws something down doesn't mean you need to pick it up. But probably the most common connection of cats and Halloween came from the Celts. It was Celtic legend, right? They had cat Siths that were these huge cat-shaped creatures that would haunt the land and maybe even steal souls. But if you left a saucer of milk on your front door, on your front doorstep, on your front porch, <laughs> then it would please the cat Sith, right? And then you would be blessed. But if you didn't leave a saucer of milk on there, <laughs> then you could be haunted or cursed that year. So, I mean, you got people throwing down things from both sides. I did a lot of study back in the day on Halloween. Halloween comes from two German words. And I think they, I've even talked about this on a podcast um, over the years because we are the official podcast of the holidays, you know. <laughs> so I think I've even talked about this, but hallowed means holy and een means evening. So Halloween, on one hand, that a lot of people see it as so demonic and evil and, and bad, is named Holy Night. And some say that it came from the Celtic legend where they would go out there and they would do all sorts of bad stuff on Halloween. You, you probably know the legends. I won't get into all that. That's not the point of this episode. And yet, when I studied it, you could also say that Halloween came first. It's All Saints Day. And then to combat All Saints Day, they had Halloween. I'm not sure which one came first, the chicken or the egg. I don't really care. People are throwing out both things. I know what I'm going to pick up. Yes, it's easy to pick up the negative. There's all sorts of people throwing out negative. There's all sorts of people throwing out fear and throwing out fright and throwing out things to make us angry. Like I said, next week, if I pull that interview off with my buddy in, in Washington, D.C., and we talk about politics, I mean, that's enough to scare anybody midterm elections. Because all the, I'm not even talking about who gets elected. I'm talking about all the drama beforehand. I'm talking about all the, oh, I'll just call them stupid. Just the stupid 
commercials and ads and the smear campaigns. And there's so much stuff being thrown out there. That's what I'm trying to say. That doesn't mean I have to pick it up. Social media, just because people throw out stuff on social media that get people riled up, doesn't mean I have to pick that up. I've talked to a lot of people that say, oh, I just don't go on social media anymore. And I think that's too bad. Not necessarily for you to share with us what you what you ate for supper the night before, but maybe you could like somebody's comment that was positive. Maybe you could share somebody's stuff that was positive and therefore cause that social media platform to share it more because it's getting more action. What if we just all went online and we found positive posts and we just liked them and shared and commented? Then that social media platform says, hey, we're going to keep sharing that to more people because it's getting a reaction. But just because someone throws out fright doesn't mean I have to pick it up. Because if I pick it up and I own that, I take it home with me, guess what? They're going to throw it back down again, just like my buddy's daughter. (laughs) They're going to throw it back down again. And I keep picking up the anger and they keep throwing more down. And I keep picking up the fear and you're right. Oh no, I should be afraid of this. And they, they just keep throwing it down and I keep picking it up. And no wonder we live in a more scary, frightful time. But Halloween is also a time of family. It's a time of giveaway. It's a time of fun. It's a time of fantasy. It's a time when kids can dream. I've got some friends that have a whole mess of kids. They do. They've got, I think, I think they're up to eight kids now. It's hard for me to keep track. Good friends. They choose not to celebrate Halloween. And so instead, what they do is they do like a little mini Olympics. <laughs> I mean, they have games and they, so they still celebrate it, but they don't celebrate. They don't pick up the one thing. They pick up the other thing. Cats can either be this wicked, evil thing, or they can just be this fun, cuddly thing. Life is the same way. It's kind of almost a mixture of both. Life is scary, but it's also fun. It all depends basically on what I choose to pick up. Just because somebody throws something down doesn't mean I have to pick it up. But there are some things that you're going to want to pick up. So there you have it. We're almost to happier holidays. Super excited about that. So you're going to hear a lot more holiday podcasts and positive podcasts. And we appreciate all your liking and sharing and commenting. Man, if somebody, when you hear a podcast and, and if somebody else needs to hear that, man, share that with them. Copy the link and text it to them or, or whatever. We appreciate you doing that for us and helping us because we can't, we can only put the podcast out, but we can't make it go viral, so to speak. We can't make it share with other people, but you can help us. The social media platforms do that, right? But you can help the social media platforms do that by sharing, liking, commenting, all that stuff. And I, I appreciate all the times that, that almost every week there's at least one happy lifer that is almost on a regular he sends me a text out that morning, says, great podcast, great podcast. And boy, what that does for me, that's something I want to pick up. And he keeps throwing that down. So as long as he keeps throwing that encouragement down, I'm going to keep picking it up. So be careful what you pick up, but let's also say, be careful what you throw down. Let's just start throwing down some good stuff. Let's start throwing down some fun, happy, cuddly, cute cat stuff, some family, fun, dreaming, neighborly kind of stuff and maybe someone will pick it up maybe they won't but there's some type of joy and happiness in just throwing it down as well so remember 
Just because somebody throws something down doesn't mean you have to pick it up. We can't stop. I can't stop that kid from throwing that stuff down. But they stop throwing stuff down when I stop picking it up. I'll just tell you that. Once all the stuff on the table is off and it's on the ground, they can whine or complain. As cute as she is, guess what? We're not getting it. Then she learns, I got to stop throwing that down. And the only reason the smear campaigns work, because people keep picking it up. We all hate it. And yet, so many of us keep picking it up. The only reason fear tactics work with some people is because there's other people that pick that stuff up. So if we're going to make something work, let's make happy work. Let's make joy work. Let's make hope work. Let's make family work. Let's make dreaming work. Someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too. Because you are valuable. And we live in a good world. I'm throwing that down. Pick it up with me. Because life isn't perfect. But that doesn't mean it can't be happy. Steve Ace. You knew I was going to say that, didn't you?